The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. In this morning's Gospel, Matthew tells us the birth story of Jesus. But he doesn't include the shepherds, the manger, or even Bethlehem. In fact, we don't get any of the familiar details that are in the Lucan narrative that we'll hear on Christmas Eve. Or we might remember from Christmas pageants and plays. Instead, Matthew gives us just the barest of facts. Some 2,000 years ago, there was a girl engaged or contracted to be married to a man. And then the man learned that the girl was pregnant, a revelation that could bring shame upon him and could even cost the girl her life. And then an angel appears to the man and tells him, Do not be afraid. And the man follows the Lord's instructions. He marries the girl. And when the child is born, the man names him Jesus. There was a plan. And then God broke in and everything changed. But this inbreaking and changing didn't happen without some chaos and upheaval. First, as Joseph wrestled with how he would respond, 
And he listened for the Lord to speak and to show him how to move forward. Marrying her, Joseph saves Mary from disgrace, likely poverty and possible death. But Matthew never tells us how Mary responded or what they weathered together from the time they were married until Jesus was born. Often our images of Mary and the baby Jesus show a serene and peaceful mother gazing at a quiet, content, cherubic infant. But this year on social media, there's been another image, one that shows Mary stretched out, sound asleep behind Joseph, who is holding the sleeping baby Jesus with arms flung over his head. Perhaps this image better reflects the sleepless and exhausting reality of the early days of parenthood. It is a precious time, but it's rarely peaceful, and it's often unpredictable. And yet, while we cannot know what the Holy Family experienced, what we hear from Matthew is that God was there in the midst of their uncertainty and the turmoil. There, God spoke the words, do not be afraid. And they listened. And the child was born, and he was named Jesus, and everything changed. The gospel shows us that the people God uses here on earth are not perfect, even for something as important as bearing God's Son into the world. We don't have to have everything together, and our lives don't have to always go according to our plans. Those aren't the prerequisites for God to act or speak through us. In Joseph and Mary, we see that God works through ordinary people, like you and me, who are living our everyday lives with our ups and our downs and our fears and questions and uncertainties. I wonder, though, when God breaks in, how do we respond? Do we even recognize that God is at work in those moments? Joseph, at least, had a dream where the angel of the Lord appeared to him. Few of us today receive such visible and explicit signs of God's presence and instruction. Describing the hiddenness of God, Old Testament scholar Walter Brueggemann says, God may be at work in us in ways we don't even recognize. He says when it's positive, we may call it a miracle. But we often don't use that word when we see what is happening as negative. Imagine if Joseph had gone ahead with his plan and dismissed Mary quietly. Jesus would not have been in the line of David. 
And his birth would not have fulfilled the prophecy from Isaiah that we hear in today's text. Where would Jesus Emmanuel be found then? As we wait with Joseph and Mary for the Messiah this Advent, may we be alert to the places where God is breaking into our lives. And instead of insisting that our plan, the way we want to do things, is the right way and the only way, may we listen and obey and get out of the way so that God may act in miraculous ways for the sake of the world. Amen.